You're on Energy Groove Radio. We are live around the world from energy-groove.com on TuneIn and iHeartRadio. My name's Brad and this is the Music Weekly. Now, Australian music stalwart Cleo Renner is due to drop her debut album next Friday, November 27th which is absolutely brilliant. It's the, I guess, the the next step from her 2018 EP, which was called Something to Leave Behind. Uh, now, she joins me on the line now to walk us through the album. Cleo, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Good. Nice to hear your voice again. Um, you oh. you are a friend of the station because you actually performed live for us. Uh, was it 2018 or 2017? I can't remember. It was 2018 and it was a really, I feel like an unforgettable morning. The rain was yes. so intense <laughs> and you lent me a heating gun to dry my fringe because I was worried it was going to get curly. <laughs> That's right. I was like, I thought we gave you a hairdryer, but no, it was a heating gun. It was a power oh, tool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I wish in nice safety looking back on it, probably not the best idea, but I think my hair looks fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, tell us about the album. I can understand that this has probably been in the works for quite some time. Well, yes and no, actually. I think, Leah, the idea of it has been. Mm-hmm. And then it's sort of like, yeah, I guess, the, you know, the sort of push and the fruition of ideas sort of started at the end of last year. And, yeah, it was kind of – the concept was really, I guess, to get like a, like a live band-sounding record. And so I sort of booked the studio time in January and, and had like ideas of grandeur to finish it off in March. <laughs> um, yeah, and then so I sort of like did some basic band tracking and then, and then COVID hit. And so my whole idea of the thing just, you know – kind of collapsed and it ended up becoming kind of like a bit of a more of a studio project, which in many ways was like awesome because it opened up different avenues for sort of production ideas and things like that. But it also was just like full on because it sort of just became limitless. You know, you can just, when you've got sort of everything on the computer, when MIDI exists, it sort of just like became, oh no, this is like gone from just like me and my friends playing in a room to just like, endless possibilities. So yeah, I guess it's sort of, that was the, that was the journey of it. And I just, the thing that I really wanted to do though, is just finish it before I turned 30, the end of the year. Ah. So that kind of was just like my, um, my, that was my end point as long as it was just finished before December. And it, and it did, we finished it, we did it. And, you know, it's at least something Something that happened this year, I suppose. <laughs> I love that you have a little bucket list to do before you're 30. Um, and making an That's album... the only thing on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, making an album is a huge achievement for, for anyone. So congratulations on that and happy birthday. Oh, thanks so much. When it's is good. when is it? A, well, it's on December the 7th and I'm mm-hmm. doing a little um, isolate uh, album launch on the 6th of December. So I feel like I just really got it in on time, like with hours to spare type thing. <laughs> oh, what a fantastic uh, birthday present that will be. Now, this month you dropped the third and final single from the album, which is called Collide. It's an absolutely beautiful track. Um, tell us about Collide and uh, why you chose it to uh, be the latest single drop from the album. This, I guess, was chosen because the last two singles were very, like, sort of ballady type, um, you know, sort of slower songs, which is, mm. which is, you know, I love, I love that type of composition and I, and I'm really proud of those songs, but I kind of wanted this 
this is very up, this is very vibey, this is very drivey, it's very like guitar layered and driven and I, I, I just think it's like a really exciting sounding song and I think this is a good one to catch the attention of listeners before the album comes out in a couple of weeks. So that's sort of the main reason why I chose it. Excellent. Yeah. Walk us through uh, um, the rest of the album. Where was your headspace when you were kind of putting all of this together and formulating um, the track list? Um, well, the sort of concept of the album, I guess, is just like uh, sort of like fragility of like human endurance, I suppose. Mm. Like, um, you know, how much can we sort of like avoid everything until we just, you know, mentally and emotionally collapse, I suppose. So that's sort of like the theme surrounding the songs is, is, is that. And I didn't really, in terms of like concept, they didn't really lead the track listing so much as um, to the sound, I guess, of the songs. That That was probably more what sort of directed those decisions. And I really wanted to start the record with like a happy and vibrant sounding song. That was sort of something that I, I feel like it's so a lot of my songs, a lot of my, um, my singles and, and in the last EP, there's sort of like sort of dark twists and turns to a lot of that music. And I just really wanted to come out, have, have the first track be something very positive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sort of, I guess, turn a little bit, I don't know, darker and, take some narrower twists, you know, as, you know, as we've listened through the album. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was the sort of the, the sonic direction um, of, of the, the track listing choice. But also it's, all, it's always, you know, something to consider is like ballad versus up versus pop versus there's such a, you know, versatile genre range throughout the record. It's always like something to bear in mind is, you know, genre, what works together, what doesn't work together. So considering all of that stuff as well was important. Yeah, and sonically on the album, like you're a, you're a pianist, you're a keyboardist, a vocalist and a, a songwriter and a singer yourself. Um, yeah. Did you bring anyone else in uh, on to perform on the album with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I had um, so many, there's so many people on the record. I, um, there's two different drummers um, and there's about five different bass players and, and Lawrence and Brian are both playing guitars and Hannah Cameron is doing BVs. So it's, yes, because, you know, in COVID, it was sort of became just like a phone call and, you know, a self-studio kind of thing and, you know, tracks would be sent, emails, and it was, it was sort of that sort of cross the internet type thing, which meant that I could have a, an ever-expansive band, which is pretty cool. <laughs> I got to play with all my favourite friends. It's really nice. Yeah, right. So you kind of embraced the... Um uh, I, I guess the 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 need to use that technology because um, I I speak to a lot of artists about their time in COVID and they're like uh, it's the most challenging thing we've done for our workflow in terms of making yeah. records so it's interesting to yeah. hear that you really embraced it. Oh, totally! I actually ended up just loving it, loving it. It was it's completely unexpected and you know it's also just to be like at the mercy of whatever happened. Like when you're, when you're jamming, you can be like, oh, you know, I'm not quite sure about that fill or, you know, I'm not quite sure about, you know, that placement of that note there. But when you're sort of like getting an email, you, you give it a, bit, a better listen and you give things a bit of more of a go. You're like, oh, okay, maybe I didn't like that upon first listen, but actually now I'm sitting with it. It's really, really cool. So it's like, yeah, it totally changed my whole vibe and collaboration, which, which I really, really loved actually. Now, the album was co-produced by Lawrence Folvig and Brian Campo as well. Um, what did they end up bringing to the table um, that perhaps helped shape the album? 
Um, Lawrence is like sonically, he is so different on the guitar than anyone that I've ever known. Like his his palette of sound is just it's so extraordinary and it's like it's nothing that I feel like a keyboard could make and that's and that was yeah, that's just like really important to bring something that I couldn't have thought of. And mm-hmm. and we have like very, very similar like like aesthetic influences, um, like the grizzly bear thing was very important and the Beck thing. So we shared that mutual love of that music. And yeah, his guitar layering was just like, oh, yeah, that's, that was just magical. And Brian was, yeah, like just his vocal, it's the same love and the same, everything that I just said about Lawrence's guitar playing is, is the same for Brian's vocal arranging. He's just, yeah. It's absolutely extraordinary. Hi, Anna, my housemate just got home. <laughs> Hi, housemate. Okay, I know she needs to go in the room that I'm standing. That's We're going to go into the kitchen, Brad. Is that right? <laughs> That's all right. I feel like I'm getting a tour of your house. You are. Well, now we're in the kitchen. And, uh, <laughs> up window, into another window. <laughs> now, walk um, us through the release yeah, of the yeah. album. So what have you got planned around that? Um, I suppose you mentioned that you have the Isolate um, performance. But yeah. have you managed to get anything uh, live booked for the near future now that Melbourne's opening up a bit? Sort of opening up. Good question. Nothing in Melbourne, but planning to do a little Sydney thing, actually. Ooh. Um, I know for all you uh, listeners out there, on, at, the, at the Golden Bali on the, on the, on the 15th of January, <gasps> I'm going to be doing a little set, actually, just organised yesterday. So, yeah, that'll be my first live performance of these songs, I suppose, in front of real people. Wow, that is in your fair city. That's amazing. So we'll definitely have to um, have you pop by the studio if we if we can. Oh, I'd love that. Um, but that is exciting, and it will be really interesting for you, I guess, to perform in front of live people now. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I know. It's so it's been such a totally tremendously sad year for live music, and you know, for artists like myself who you know make money off touring and session work. It's been. Yeah, it's been total identity-changing time, so it'll be very weird to come back to it, for sure. Yeah, because you are a a very established musician in your own right, um, but you also work with a whole lot of other bands um, and a whole bunch of other facets of the music industry in Australia and in particular in Melbourne. What's the mood like at the moment now in comparison to how it might have been a few months ago? Oh my god! Like I feel a little bit, and it feels fragile, but like ec- ecstatic, like ec- fragilely ecstatic. Um, this is like you know, this is my friends and myself mainly, but just yeah, like a couple of months ago, it was just it just felt endless, and it just felt like there was going to be no end to it. There was just no end inside, and I think that's what really kicks you into a sort of state of depression. Is just like this feeling of being stuck. Um, but then now, like everything just happened so quickly, like you know, everything opened up, and you know, all the election results in, the, in America, and then just you know, news of this vaccine. Yesterday, I just feel like it's been a week of like extraordinary news, but at the same time, it's just like knowing to see uh, like something could go wrong any second. So yeah, there's definitely a fragility to it.
Well, congratulations on album number one, Nothing Breaks, Nothing Mends. Um, it's a cra- cracker of an album. And congratulations on the single Collide as well. Um, hopefully we will see you in January up in Sydney. Yes, let's stay in touch. And yeah, if we can organise a little performance thing, that would be awesome. Amazing. Great. Cleo, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, you too. Thanks so much for chatting with me. That was Cleo Renner on Energy Groove. Joining me on the line from Melbourne, her debut album, Nothing Breaks, Nothing Mends, is out next Friday, November 27. You can find more details on our website. Right now, let's hear the latest single from it. This is called Collide. Oh 